This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. I mean, it was kind of funny, like, if we switched to the defense, you know, I'm watching it with my husband, and I'm, like, like simultaneously really enjoying all the, the trash talk, and I'm like, <laughs> you guys are losing, I don't love when you, like, when you trash talk when you're down, but it just felt like there was a different energy, and I, I really think that that's part of what we needed to see from this team, like, they came out, like, really hostile, and, you know, obviously, you know, talk their talk, whatever they needed to do, and I think part of it can lead to extra emotion. Like maybe we saw it at Quay Walker. It doesn't seem in his nature to, to shove somebody, but you know, when you're that fired up in the moment, we were talking about the last couple of weeks that it just feels like this team rolls over and doesn't have any heart. And even though they lost, it felt like this game was like the first time that they quote unquote brought the juice. Like they really got themselves up for Sunday night football. And I hope that that's also something that continues, especially, you know, you're, you're playing the lions, but it's a division game. They matter. You need Mm -hmm. to get on a winning streak. So I hope that that kind of momentum also continues. Every game for the rest of the season matters for this Packers team. If they want any fighting chance of getting into the playoffs, every single, they have to go into this like it's Sunday night football against the best team in the league. Like Like they have to run the table. Yes. Every single (laughs) week now. But I, I actually love the smack talk. Like believe in yourselves, you know, back yourselves. Like you know who you are and you should have confidence. Don't go into this being like, oh, okay, Stefan Diggs, you're really good. So I'm just going to let you say, no, talk your talk. And honestly, like the run defense still needs so much work. And again, there were some weird things going on with that secondary tackling that has got to get cleaned up. Like, I'm sorry, they have to do something about Darnell Savage at Mm -hmm. this point. Like you cannot be whiffing on tackles like that. But on the flip side, you know, I thought the two inside linebackers, Isaiah McDuffie and Eric Wilson, when they were called up, like to be able to be three and four and play like they did. I mean, Eric Wilson got a sack, you Mm -hmm. know? So 
there was a lot of really nice moments. Obviously, Rasul and Jair, I think, really held this defense together. They each got a pick um, off of Josh Allen, which is huge. He actually doesn't really turn the ball over anymore at all. He did more in his in early in his career. They gave this offense opportunities to stay in it. And that's all you can ask of this defense. You know, my score prediction was that the Bills were going to get into third in the 30s. They held this high-flying offense who, I mean, can score on a dime to 27. Like, that's a win to me. And Matt LaFleur said it in his press conference today, and I totally agree with him. Until you're playing more complimentary football, it's really hard to blame the defense, right? I mean, Jair or Rasul gets a pick, and then on the very next play, Aaron Rodgers throws a pick. So what do you what what more can you ask this defense to do other than take the ball away from Josh Allen? We said the key to this game is keep the ball away from Josh Allen and you do that and then you give the ball right back to him. There's plenty to clean up, but there were moments. The tackling for me is bad. Especially because in Joe Barry's first year, they were one of the best tackling defenses in the league. Like Devondre Campbell, I think, missed three tackles the entirety of the season. So it's just like how are you reverting back to is it a lack of discipline? Is it a lack of execution? Is it the players themselves? Like what changed? Because pretty much all of the guys that are starters are the same. So Mm -hmm. that I think is what's really frustrating too, is just figuring out like why there's all of a sudden a discrepancy and what that looks like. But, you know, I, I did, you know, most offenses don't look like the bills offense and most quarterbacks can't make the plays that Josh Allen can make. So as frustrating as it is to have the bills in like third and 14 and then Josh Allen converts like that, I did think that there were there were moments, you know, where I was like, okay, if this is any other any other offense, you know, the Packers probably hold them here and there's some promise there. But at the same time, this was one of the worst rushing offenses as far as, you know, being able to like I think Devin Singletary had like 42 yards a game on average. And some of that obviously is because Josh Allen uses his legs so much. But the fact that he had an explosive run, James Cook had an explosive run, that kind of stuff absolutely just had to be cleaned up in week three and here we are still yeah get ready for the greatest roast of all time the roast of tom brady a netflix live event happening may 5th hosted by kevin hart the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Yeah, and I think there are a lot of reasons why this team is three and five, right? right. And this is, a, is, this is a big one. If you can't play to your fundamentals, you're going to allow the opposing team to pick up more first downs than you'd like. You're not going to be able to get off the field. Like, those are that's football 101 at this point and the regression of it like you said from Joe Barry's defense is definitely questionable I'm glad you brought up Isaiah McDuffie he had to come in and wear the communication helmet you know and Kenny Clark made it sound like there was no drop off like he really was confident in the plays that he was calling so that kind of stuff makes you feel good like yeah and I know that you know people like to rag on Gudekunst for some of his picks and some of his decision making but a lot of the the mid-round guys, like Zach Tom coming in, I don't think anybody expected him to start at left tackle, then start at left guard in two consecutive weeks and fill in as admirably as he has. And yeah. once Elton comes back and you're talking about having Bakhtiari and Jenkins together on the line again, like that stuff all 
is really promising to see. And it just shows you that there's, there's room for growth, but we just running out of time to grow at this point. Like now you just gotta, you gotta put the pedal to the metal here. Yeah. I mean, you're halfway through the season, right. At this point. Yeah. I thought the line played well. There were, I think Rogers got sacked twice. So Mm -hmm. this is a pretty stout front. I mean, David Bakhtiari took it to Von Miller. Von Miller wasn't able to do anything. And this is why you miss 69 out there because that's what he's able to do. As far as injuries go, this was a big week for them. Um, The Packers lost a bunch of players. Hopefully Christian Watson is okay. He obviously suffered a concussion the first quarter. They lost Devondre Campbell to a knee injury. Doesn't sound like it's too serious, but the injuries are starting to really pile up too. It's kind of reminding me a little bit of the Ravens last season where every time you felt like the Ravens were getting back to being who they were, they lose a bunch of like really key players to injuries. And at some point, like that's just the name of the game. And you, if you can't stay healthy, like the Packers team, I think has stayed really healthy over the course of Matt LaFleur's tenure, but it's starting to pile up now where they have key players in almost every position who are missing time. And unfortunately, I mean, you know, we liked a lot of the depth coming into the season as far as like, you know, who the backup corners would be like, you know, Keyshawn Nixon coming in, I really liked. And, you know, the wide receivers we talked about, you know, they drafted three of them. So, you know, but a lot of this is now, hey, maybe we didn't expect you to have as much playing time as you did. And you're kind of learning on the fly. Same with the offensive line instead of them having some of their vets available because the injuries stack up. And, you know, we saw it work really well last year where a guy like Eric Stokes comes in and has a really exceptional rookie season, but you don't necessarily want or expect your rookies to have to come in and play as yeah. many snaps as a lot of the Packer rookies have had to play. Yeah, 100%. I, I do love the next man up mentality of mm-hmm. this team and something that they have had and they have continued to have to have this season. Um, I mean, there's truly quite nothing like seeing Samori Toure get his first career touchdown in prime time on Sunday night football. And it was beautiful. Um, But at the same time, like you, you want your starters out there, unfortunately. Um, So we'll see what happens as the season goes on. I know Randall Cobb, I think posted on Instagram um, about how much he misses being out there. So I hope he can come back soon too. Yeah, and I mean, we'll see, like, Kylan Hill. It sounds like this is the week that he would have to be activated off IR before they shut him down for the season. So maybe he gets some look on, looks on special teams. Really liked, actually, the Amari Rogers reception that he had. Yeah, um, I thought that Rogers showed some trust in him, and maybe he's going to be a better wide receiver for the offense than he is a return man, and Kylan can come in and get that job back. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 